we are in some wild times as a society right now um, with a lot of division between the collective. But at the core of everyone's viewpoint is fear and confusion. And it's important to hold love and compassion for all uh, regardless of their personal decision on their life and body. Now, if you're listening to this episode, I challenge you to take your emotions out of the uh, madness and fear right now. And I want you to think about a friend or a family member who has an opposite viewpoint of you regarding being poked right now. And I want you to think, would you like for that person or individual to be treated differently and cast aside because of their personal viewpoint? Right. And that's what's going on right now. And I feel that it's my due diligence to call out when things are wrong and call out when humanity isn't being treated equally and fairly. Now, we as a divine came here to experience ourselves as human and all humans should be treated as sovereign beings with free will and love, no matter what your personal preference is. Now, once you look inward and remember, you are the creator and everyone and everything mirrors that love for yourself. But it takes making a decision. And my guest today embodies making an emotional intelligence, a decision which takes accountability and responsibility for what needs to happen in order to make a change. Now, mental health and having a healthy mind is a huge topic that isn't being discussed enough right now. But like anything, sometimes we just need that guidance and second voice to be that trigger in our lives to look within and say, my peace of mind and happiness is my main priority. When we decide what we want to focus on, that's when our vibration attracts what is meant for us. Focus your mind, your thoughts on what is authentic to you and watch your life soar. Now, my guest does this and more, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in to Sunday Sessions. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can listen in to weekly episodes. Thank you. child when life felt like your personal playground that childlike curiosity before the labels and programmings enforced on you by society before life told you who to be what if I told you you've been asleep and life is a giant video game my combos are the red pill Would you listen? All it takes is a change in perspective. Dive with me. Peace, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Sunday Sessions with Rich. If you haven't noticed by the first two seconds, I'm in a different location. My nephew was here and I don't want to have a crying baby coming through so we're in the summer room right now okay but welcome back guys to another episode of sunday sessions with rich podcast man a weekly podcast where we talk everything spirituality manifestation and self-growth self-growth whoa stop what you're doing and hit that subscribe button guys like comment i want to hear from you okay previous episodes can be found on apple and spotify as well now 
this guest, this co-host, I'm super pleased to have her on. She is an emotional intelligence life wellness coach who specializes in health, fitness, leadership trainer, Reiki master. She is also the host of I Am My Best podcast. Her links will be below. Niall, please. Oh, I'm so super stoked. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much. What an intro. You're an mm. angel. Oh, bless you. Bless you. For those who don't know, please let us know everything about you and the amazing work that you're doing. Amazing work I'm doing. Well, I think it's kind of a co-creation of amazing work with whoever is willing to share space with me. Um, so as you said, I mean, I'm a coach. Um, I'm also an educator. So I spread the word teaching about emotional intelligence. I um, work with people on raising the bar for themselves on what it means to live in awareness and live emotionally intelligent lives that is in integrity and in people's sovereignty. And, um, and then Reiki, I, it's sort of a side gig and uh, I, not to make light of it because it's, it's super important work. It's the energy work that I do with people generally once a week. That is awesome. um, and it's, it's a gift to be able to again share space with people that is so awesome that is so uh, you have a, a, a woman of many talents where did you so what did the journey kind of start how did the spiritual awakening even happen for you well remember and i don't like using the word awaken anymore we're just remember <laughs> um where did it start i mean in my consciousness, probably in my childhood. That's so awesome. <laughs> um, you know, when I started to see kind of into people mm -hmm. and into their hearts and not really understand, like, you know, I would be with someone, I'd be like, did you just see that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and people were like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, you know, I remember seeing a lightning bolt, like, you know, come down to the ground That's right so cool. behind my brother. And oh, he didn't, oh. he didn't see it. it you know, there's just, there's yeah. just funny things that started happening early on in life where I thought, cool. okay, there's, 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 you know, it's beyond our third dimension here. Mm -hmm. It's there's, there's more to it than that. But in terms That's of cool. really getting seriously into this, yeah. um, I mean, I became a certified emotional intelligence coach in 2017. Okay. I realized when I was teaching like a few concepts in, mm -hmm. in a college class I was teaching back in 2014, I, I brought a few elements of EQ okay. into the class and, and I realized no, there's so much to learn. I want to learn more. And so mm -hmm. it's been a journey ever since. And when I got onto Twitter, I, I started to notice the parallels between emotional intelligence okay. and inner work and shadow work when I was starting to follow some of what people would call spiritual Twitter accounts. Okay. And it just, it was full steam ahead in spring of 2019. Okay. Yeah. So for those who don't know what emotional intelligence is, what is that? Ooh, okay. I, I mean, there's a lot of um, elements that mm -hmm. we use to measure it. If you go through an assessment tool, um, but uh, one of my teachers, she said it perfectly. She said, it's knowing when to bring it and knowing when to put it away. Yeah. <laughs> and in that shell. So it's, it's about raising your self-awareness mm -hmm. and raising your awareness of what's going on around you with the mm -hmm. people and in your environment so that you know how to not only manage it, but optimize your life 
and and like i was saying earlier raise the bar yeah um, i believe in being you know my best and what that looks like can be different every day but i do believe mm -hmm. that we're meant to evolve and grow as human beings mm -hmm. so that's the whole point of it is emotionally yeah would you say as well we'll add into that it's kind of like holding yourself accountable too hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of elements that we literally measure. Mm -hmm. We, we do measure awareness because what we're responsible for is, is what we put out in the world. Right. Yep. So, yep. and, and until we face ourselves and are aware of that, because that's a super important starting point piece to emotional intelligence, mm -hmm. we don't, we can't take responsibility for it. So becoming more emotionally intelligent is that journey of digging in and looking inward and putting the mirror up and going whoa this is this is who i really am and this yep. is what i'm bringing and yep. it's it's hard work when people it start to is. really dig in it's i was um we were kind of talking before uh we started recording he was asking me how i was doing and you know the most simple political answer is saying i'm fine and i was like no it's honest i'm <laughs> going through some healing times right now but it ties into the situations and people mirroring to you what you need work on and actually holding yourself accountable and saying damn i have to do some more work that's it's it's, it's, it's a tough pill to swallow sometimes it is it is but it's an important pill to swallow mm -hmm. but also it's important to take breaks especially yes. if you're really leaning into it it's yeah. one of those things that's just Oof, it's exhausting it, it can take up a lot of space energetically emotionally mentally and sometimes physically like you mm -hmm. can just be completely flat out when you start facing stuff so yeah you got to keep going keep breaking keep going keep breaking it's part of the process now i know so we're going through some crazy times right now i'm sure you know how is you're you're, you're from canada right mm -hmm. how are things over West there Coast. right now um well, it's pretty beautiful here right now. I'm in Vancouver, BC, Ooh. West Coast. It's it's quite lovely. And you're you're talking about like it's like the crate, like everything dealing with like this crazy shift in consciousness and people and everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess you and I we both we both see a lot on yeah. our social media. You know, I, I'm a big observer of people and became enormously obsessed actually with the human condition back in the mid nineties. Um, I had uh, a client who taught me so much about the human potential movement That's cool. and um, he was decades older than I, and um, it just opened up and blew my mind. Like it opened up my whole world to wow. Like the human condition is fascinating. So what's going mm -hmm. on now? I mean, Canada is um, a seemingly more peaceful place people are right. a little bit more relaxed i see a lot of stuff where there's a lot of fighting and yeah. you know <laughs> verbally and maybe in some cases physically in south of the border but um there, there, it's pretty peaceful but you know there's division there's mm -hmm. massive division happening right now you know around the different opinions and the different things the pills that people are swallowing and yep. what um what people are choosing to be guided by outside of themselves yeah. is making things a little bit chaotic at times. It um, is. I've noticed. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's enough. It's enough division in the world right now as it is. I feel like this is just 
stretching it even like further it's kind of like um you know with what if you choose to you know pill or not the i guess the narrative is which brand is better okay you know, you know um and this person versus this person i had tweeted about this earlier Ooh, shoot i had sorry about that i had tweeted about this earlier and i said you know i don't whether it's, it's your free will to whatever choice you make when it's being forced upon people that's when the bigger issue is well it is and um i i think the the people who are kind of in charge of, of the movement mm -hmm. um, were referring to like taking vaccines for, for COVID. Yes. So, um, you know, there were, there were studies done um, in, in previous years that mm -hmm. were coming up, you know, I saw like, I, I, I follow the science reporting on this uh, and a lot of people get confused about what the science is and who's, who's responsible for reporting the science and whether mm -hmm. or not there's, you know, um, financial interests that are, you know, obviously conflict um, in, in, you know, for <laughs> vaccine companies promoting certain things, right? Yeah. And there were studies, the World Health Organization came forward, the European Commission came forward um, in years past and talked about vaccine confidence and the lack of in certain mm -hmm. countries. And there was a, a growing lack of confidence um, for several reasons. Mm -hmm. And so they started to notice, okay, what are we going to do about it? Mm -hmm. And so that's where things took a shift, you know, we're going to do something about it. And, and um, it, it um, you know, they wanted to promote vaccine confidence. They want people to believe that these vaccines are helping in, in mm -hmm. terms of infectious diseases and communicable diseases. And, mm -hmm. And I get it. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, when you look at basic evidence in a quick Google search, you can see that there's evidence supporting right. it. So yeah. I get it. You know, there's definitely like a divide in the scientific community and, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's getting harder and harder to find information on the divide because yeah. there's a prominent movement towards like, no, they need to be quiet because mm -hmm. they don't know what they're talking about. Even if they have been working in, you know, the industry for decades and have yeah. all kinds of letters behind their name um and and so i get how people are really confused and people are really angry because people are really drawn to um do what they feel is best mm -hmm. but sometimes i don't know if everybody is really conscious in their decisions about what is yeah. best and i mean that's that's what we have to just raise um you know awareness about it's mm -hmm. like really make grounded decisions, really do your homework, really mm -hmm. know that what you're doing is best for you. Mm -hmm. and, See, that's, and, that's, that's what um, people don't talk enough about. Just like you said, do your research and whatever you choose to suit, it's your free will. And mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what you do and we can still love each other and coexist. It's just the, the fear aspect. And it, it may, I made me think earlier, just like the, um, how many like the mental state that people are in right now yeah. and you don't take that into consideration. So sometimes I find myself just, you know, reflecting back on something I might've said and just putting myself in the person's perspective. Like, okay, you're, you're fearful of this. You have every right to be fearful of this. Your anxiety is probably going through the roof. Um, and if you see a person who can kind of like endanger that even further, you're gonna react and you have every right to. So it's just, it's just like, ah, oh, it's just so crazy. It's just so crazy. Well, 
It is. And the gift of what I get to do is, um, you know, I, I'm a practitioner of emotional intelligence. And, and so things that we measure are things like our emotional expressions yes, and our impulse control, like our level of reactivity, our level of reality, like mm -hmm. our assessment of reality. So that's like really getting into evidence-based stuff and looking at, is this true evidence or is this biased evidence and yes. pretty much all evidence is biased in one way yeah. or another right yeah um level of optimism and so um the more we practice um looking inward at where we're at with these and what influences these elements of our emotional intelligence mm -hmm. the more we get to decide the more proactive we get to be and i think to your point like a lot of people are moving like people's mental states uh, have declined in for some yeah. because you know also another thing about emotional intelligence is is about decision making and and um, whether or not you're you know making your decisions in a grounded space or if you're outsourcing your decisions by you know leaders in the community uh, and so there's you know government officials and and news media yeah. are you know pretty consistently giving messages mm -hmm. that have been um scary right yes, yes. messaging mm -hmm. and so that is for people who are not as practiced in the facets of emotional intelligence mm -hmm. reaction is normal yes. and that can cause mental decline that can cause emotional um story making where you're putting your feelings and your thoughts together and you're mm -hmm. making things mean and you're like oh that sounds like it makes sense to me so i'm going to listen to more of that so that i yep. do whatever they tell me to feel safe and yep you know and it's okay but it, it and it is what it is it yeah. is what it is and i get how people get there you know that said there are plenty of people making very conscious decisions yes. about getting vaccines yes. not getting vaccines there are people who you know i just saw a statement from i think it was the drummer of offspring and i don't know oh yes i saw that on twitter yeah, his yeah, yeah. statement was you know i've had guillain Barr syndrome from like directly from previous vaccines my doctor yeah. advised me not to get it so I, I understand like, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, and he's, he's in a tricky spot mm -hmm. um, because I think, well, I think there's equal anger on, yes. on what seemed like two different sides around yeah. this topic. Like there's yeah. people who are so angry if you're getting a vaccine yeah. and there's people who are so angry if you're not getting a vaccine. And mm -hmm. most people I know seem to be more on the angry if you're not getting a vaccine, that's, mm -hmm. that seems to be the community that I live in, mm -hmm. but, um, and you know, we uh, it's it's okay it's okay mm -hmm. but it's it's hard to be strong in the face of peer pressure yeah. systemic pressure that's what it is know? though peer pressure you it's, it's literally it's like you're you're yeah you're being bullied i saw a picture um a picture on a train and it was um it's like a picture of like three emojis with mask on and somebody didn't have a mask on it's just like that peer pressure and bullying is kind of making you want to well, not kind of, it's making you want to fold and conform because you don't want to be seen as an outcast or outsider. Well, yeah, and and I know that, you know, there's there's some that, you know, there's many belief systems that lead people to believe with, with a mask, you're protecting yourself, you're protecting others, and then there's other studies that show that that's not the case. And so it gets really, really confusing. It does, it's just like, it it's just like nutrition, you know, like yeah. there's a, a gazillion different studies out there that say, eat this way and not that way and eat yep. that way and not this way. But the bottom line is each of us have slightly different, you know, sets of DNA, mm -hmm. slightly different reactions to yep. certain things that we put in our bodies. Yep. And 
you know, by the sounds of it, the majority of the population um, seem to respond positively to vaccines as far as we know. Mm-hmm. And then there's some that don't. Mm-hmm. And that gets questioned. People, you know, scrutinize that. And I, I don't know, but I don't know. This is not <laughs> my tough. domain. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to influence anybody one way exactly. or the other. So I refrain from posting about this stuff because mm-hmm. this is not my area of expertise. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep looking at the science and just really make that. grounded decisions for me. And I, I just would recommend that everybody do the same. Just, You've just got to make research. conscious decisions like conscious because decisions. it's, it is about ourselves, but it is about society. Like wearing a mask. If, if you're in a place where you're feeling like, oh my God, everybody is 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 looking at me because I'm wearing a mask, or everybody's looking at me because I'm not, that actually can can cause problems for your sympathetic your parasympathetic nervous system. It can it can erode your ability to stay in in a space of peace, mm-hmm. um, one way or the other. And so peer pressure is a real thing that you know messes thing. with your nervous system and and it becomes a stressor. And that alone, like we have to make conscious decisions, not just for ourselves, mm-hmm. but for what's going on around us. If we want to yep. be thoughtful and conscious and 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 raise the vibration mm-hmm. for for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and it's it's, it's a tricky one. This one's a really tricky one. It's, it's for, you know, it's um, for a so lot of people. How, so you, how do you, how are you consciously creating your reality? And I'll, I'll follow up with why I asked that question. Mm-hmm. Like mis- create manifesting reality, just being a creative. How are you consciously going about that on your day to day? Or just, how did you even begin? I, like how do I begin my day and yeah, how this, do I like this being as like yeah. you, you know that you're the creator and you you know yeah shapes your reality how do you what practices do you use for someone who's a first time listener of the show hey Rich and I I don't know how to do any of this well what's what's some practices that you that you use okay um well I have a morning routine okay. I mean, and I have a nighttime routine and and then I have stuff that I enact. Um, through the day as needed. Um, I mean, I, first first thing I do is like I take a really deep breath upon waking and and just kind of like allow my body to um, to be honored, you know, mm-hmm. with breath. And and I do morning stretches like before I get out of bed, and um, I do some breathing exercises there, and I do some grounding exercises. I do what's called rooting and whirling, and they, please explain that. I've, I've never. Heard uh, of Okay, um, so um, each of them involves deep breath work. Okay. Uh, you know, rooting um, is where you're grounding yourself and y- you can do it lying, sitting or standing, taking deep breaths and just visualizing a white light coming from your root chakra. So that's like okay. the sacrum okay. down to the earth from the bottom of your feet down to the earth. And with every breath, you're um, you're imagining that that white light is um, extending roots into the earth so that you're becoming increasingly grounded in your visual, in your mind, in your inner eye um, for nine breaths. And then at the end, you're saying to yourself or out loud or whatever that, you know, you're affirming that you're releasing any toxic energy, negative energy, Mm. any contaminated energy, energy that doesn't belong to you Mm. to be sent to the earth and transmuted into energy that can serve. And 
Yeah, and a very similar practice with whirling where it's, um, I just send um, sort of that fire, that little Kundalini from the sacral yeah. chakra. Yeah. You know, I just, I send it up um, along my spine and out the crown. And then I, I envision um, my aura growing basically oh, um, through 12 breaths and kind of say the same affirmation at the end. And then I commit to, I commit to affirmations and intentions for the day. Like, it's like, how, how am I going to do this day? How am I going to mm -hmm. be in this day? And what kind of space do, how do I want to show up today? Mm -hmm. And so every day I, I decide, and it's about making a decision because when you make what's, um, a very close friend of mine called an inner decision. And that really hit me was like inner, inner decision. Yeah. <laughs> uh, inner practitioner. I know you're watching this show. What's up, brother? Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. So he taught me about inner decision, which is different than making a decision maybe for some, mm -hmm. because making an inner decision is like, it doesn't matter what comes up. I've made the inner decision that I'm going to show up like this mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, shit hits the fan. And, and this is what gets people confused is when you're right. really grounded in who you are Yes. and you've got adversity happening in your world around you or whatever's going on, you're going through bad stuff, yeah. right? Hard yeah. stuff. If I'm going to show up a certain way, it's not inauthentic, but people might judge that as such because yep. they don't understand. They don't understand that actually I made a decision. Yes. I'm going to be rooted in peace. I'm yes. going to be rooted in joy today. And although I'm not joyful about this, yes. this is outside of myself. These parts of it are outside of my control. Mm -hmm. And my heart's good. And my vibration mm -hmm. is being maintained by That's, my intentions. Yeah. They can't, it's, it's, um, they can't wrap their heads around how is how is that possible because you're like you said you're so focused on the external world but you're not under, understanding that it's all with, within so how you feel is the key focal point of everything so if i'm projecting something i'm only continuing that experience of it so i'm doing my due diligence and my contribution within you know the entire frame of everything to make sure that I'm putting forth energy and attention that can make it a better place. That's so huge. Yeah, that is huge. And, and you know, another thing about that is that people can sometimes characterize that as, wow, they seem really naive or unaware. Right. And it's really right. funny that what they don't get is that, no, actually I see way more than you think, Yes. but yes. I'm choosing where I put my energy exactly. and my focus. And I see that. I can't do anything about that. I can mm -hmm. do something about that. Mm -hmm. Not that, but that. And mm -hmm. then you make your conscious, your, the, like awareness gives you so much power. It does. Right? You take the, um, you take that power back. One thing I've noticed though as well, um, and I was having this, I was having this uh, thought earlier. I, the, I feel like it's a default for people to kind of want someone else to be in control of their um, decisions as well and kind of be their savior. It's kind of like the savior um mentality I, I feel like it's kind of going on like a damsel under stress or like a victim and, and for example i had um pretty personal on the show so i work in sales so um i was sick last week so my mind is still recalibrating and stuff so um you know you reach out to get like some some support to kind of you know dig you back up kind of thing and i caught myself in a thought and i was i was I, I was complaining and, I, and a, a voice came to me and it said, um, 
um, you we often the default is to for the person to kind of coddle that 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 victim not victim I don't want to use that word the complaining um, narrative that you said instead of that person being the messenger who is you telling you what well, you got this 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 too shall pass and I was like wow that that's that was my default for that moment and I caught myself and redirected that redirected that energy but it's just like you said that awareness. Mm. to be able to do so it's awareness that it's also non-judgment because mm -hmm. like yeah we can get all kinds of negative thoughts that come through mm -hmm. or thoughts that put us in like this complaining or victim or whatever mentality you want to call it yeah. and and it's about going it, it's about deciding okay i'm having this thought mm -hmm. and then i'm having this other thought and it's starting to accumulate and being aware of yourself that i, I see it I observe it. I'm not going to judge it. I'm going to mm -hmm. let it be, and I'm going to let it go. Yes. And it, and it's that takes practice. That it takes does. practice. All of this stuff does. All the inner work and emotional intelligence work do. I've learned from inner practitioner, and I correct myself. Even even when I was I was when I was experiencing a detox last week, um, he would say, you know, instead of identifying yourself with the emotion, I'm experiencing sadness. I am experiencing you know, whatever it is, or for me last week, I'm experiencing my body detoxing itself, not identifying with it, just saying I'm experiencing this and then letting it go, detaching yeah. completely. That takes work and it, and it takes does. time, right? It does. And I mean, and it also like all of this stuff requires some um, extra work of healing, yes. right? Like you can't just say, oh, well, this is so easy. We just practice it and it comes. It's like, not it's not easy. Not. Like I've been through trauma, <sighs> like I, yeah. I do not talk about, but yeah, I've had my share and it wasn't like, I was absolutely down in the dumps for, you know, on and off. Like I, I have this inner optimism that's always alive. Always been through there. It. And so no matter how crappy my life has been, how yep. bad it got, I, I felt like it's, I know I'm going to be okay. Like yes. there were a few moments in my early twenties where I'm like, is this it? Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, what? How, do I yeah. get, how do I get to tomorrow? But it was, it was okay. I knew something and, but it, it took so much healing for me to make this mm -hmm. a practice and for me to see that it is available. But you know, so many people don't, see that it's available it's um because often this often pops up and i'm noticing in episodes is people aren't aware so i kind of i kind of ask myself okay how did you become aware and then it's kind of okay well i started reading books or i made the intention to want to want to do it differently and i guess if you're watching this show then I'm assuming you're on the same, you know, frequency of vibration or just wherever you are in your journey. Um, but this, uh, when I was younger, my grandma used to always should get on me for always having an optimistic viewpoint. Why are you this happened? Why are you so, you know, happy? I can control how I view the situation. And it mm -hmm. does me no justice looking at it from, uh, um, oh, man, uh, this happened. My day is ruined. No. OK, well, you know, so I guess something better is supposed to come from this. OK. Well, people might mistake what, um, you know, your optimism is 
for like toxic positivity because I know that's like a term that gets thrown around mm-hmm. a lot and it's um and it, it gets mischaracterized sometimes because yeah like it's a thing like people yep. can be like oh forget about the negative feelings and I'm not yeah. a personal fan no. of calling emotions negative or positive I, I, I feel like it's just it's just a, a range like it's just a spectrum of, mm-hmm. of emotions that we have some seem more difficult because we're less practiced and we avoid them and mm. people don't like to see them as much mm-hmm. but and and some are just like ah yeah I gravitate to joy and love yep. and all that stuff and that's great but bypassing is a real thing and yes. um it comes back up it goes it's gonna come back around you gotta face it you gotta face it you gotta, you gotta face, face it, it. yes because ah, I've uh because um especially in the um one of my purposes I'm learning is to help the divine masculine to like embrace their emotion and feel and release. Oftentimes me, for example, I suppress so much trauma for so long and then it just exploded one time. And I just remember just in tears, just randomly and just flooding. And I was like, wow, but now I understand you have to feel you have to go through whatever the hell you went through in life i understand it's tough i understand that but it's your responsibility to make sure you help you become the best you possible and that is going through that i don't not baggage but going through those those layers of of lessons that's helping you become the better version of yourself making peace with it understanding it and then using that as armor and fuel to keep being better and keep being awesome you called that um so you're working on the divine masculine yes. voice yes hey in that context I in that, that context i'm working on a book now um it's called the book of why and the chapter is just mm-hmm. dedicated to the divine masculine oh, that's beautiful and so needed yes. this is this is a gift thank you for doing what you're doing i think it's so needed it's i appreciate that right i it, think there's a lot of a lot of programming that's been done Mm -hmm. that has encouraged covertly or overtly the suppression of of feeling feelings of expressing Mm -hmm. feelings and i mean yeah there is uh an art and a science to um tapping into effectiveness of Mm -hmm. emotional expression Mm -hmm. that's part of emotional intelligence because you know like getting it all out when there's certain people around might not be the right thing to do for Mm -hmm. for everyone involved but getting it out is so important it's not meant to be held on to it's meant to move out i have a younger brother he he'll you know call or text and he'll he'll then say he's angry and i said well just you have to fill it and release he's like no no and i'm like oh but you only you're only hurting yourself so then the next question is well how can i for a person who was just like you, who was like, no, I'm not gonna feel it. How can I help guide you or what resources? Or just how can I be a mirror? And I guess it's just, you have to be the example. You have That's to be That's numero example. uno, numero uno. If you believe it, then embody it. Exactly. And, then, and that is the best teacher. I mean, you know, you can ask them like, what's to gain by holding it in? What's Ooh. to gain by letting it out? And Ooh. then you decide, right? What's the gain from holding it in? That's a tough question because it makes you think and makes you become aware. Mm-hmm. 
Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Just that subtle question. That's powerful stuff. <laughs> That's powerful stuff. Hmm. Yeah. So talk to us. So you have a podcast. I am my best podcast. What, what was the what was the purpose behind it? It started when things shut down last okay. year. And it was kind of like how I generally do my tweets, which is like, it's just a download. Mm -hmm. I'm just doing this because there's something coming through that's saying it's time to do this. And it wasn't, and, and I'm unfortunately, or fortunately, one of the least strategic people you'll probably ever interview. I, I, am not, and, and I'm working on that because I believe there's, there's value to being strategic in, Mm -hmm. in your online presence. But you do an amazing Um, job. Oh, thank you. I I don't, it really isn't anything that I, um, I, you know, I I don't know what I'm doing, quite frankly. I'm one of the most unsavvy people on online. Every once in a while, I'll learn one little thing and then I'll do it. And then I'll forget what that was. And then I'll never do it again. Or it might come to me again and I'll do it. I'm so, um, I'm so in the moment when it comes to Twitter and and my podcast. And so um, it, it really just started in, well, it's my soul's mission. I love that. To I love help that. people, right? Mm-hmm. I, I want to help people be their best. And it was actually, I was in Maui and I, a little bit against my wishes, kind of was allowed myself to be convinced to go see a hypnotherapist. Ooh. Um, and, and in that session, I came up with, I am my best. And I, I was like, I don't know what to do with that. And that was, that was years ago. And then I realized, Oh yeah, because my best looks different than anyone else's best. And because I am dedicated to help people be their best, whatever that looks like for them every day, a little better or whatever, you know, two steps back, one step forward, two steps forward, one step, whatever it is. I just want to be in that arena. Mm -hmm. And, and so just like whenever stuff came to me, I would just grab a little microphone and record some stuff by myself or you know, reach out to, you know, inner practitioner or mental mm-hmm. break or Sierra mirror, whoever, and just say, Hey, let's, let's talk. I, I really like value what you have to say. I have taken a big break from it. I, okay. I've been intending to get back on it. Um, and I like, I liked injecting a few sort of different types of conversations into, mm-hmm. um, into it to round it out a bit, uh, you know, um, I had a stylist on who's amazing and, and a photographer and, you know, and a gal who started up a company of, um, you know, facials and uh, she, it, it was, it's been fun. It's been a fun road. I'm no professional. Okay. You know, I don't have that fabulous gear that I see you have. Um, <laughs> it's basically this, but, um, and maybe I'll get a little more savvy as I, as I carry on. But um, I just really wanted to raise the conversation about, the human condition, mm-hmm. the human potential and helping people like this is my goal is to help people face themselves and step into your power. Yes. You can't step into your power until you face yourself. So just conversations about what's going on inward and outside of ourselves. That's yeah. so powerful. I've noticed because even like um, similar to you, just with podcast journey, just wanting to give back to the collective. Um, it's only so much you can tweet. You only allow a certain amount of characters. So it's like, I don't feel like I'm being as effective. There's so much I want to say. And then, you know, you come up with topics you want to talk about. And then 
be like, you know what? Let's just have conversations. You have, you follow people. Um, it's a reason why you guys follow each other. Let's just, let's just chop it up. And then it just um, became this thing where now I want to own a, a media company. Now I want to have my own network to where I want to be source news. I want to be that news station to where it's positive and is reminding you of your divinity and how powerful you are and giving you the tools to be your best self. So Amazing. I feel like that's like my overall purpose with coming back here and then however it manifests and manifests. But like, I'm grateful to, for you even being on, like you've been a catalyst in my journey personally. So this is a really cool episode for me. And, and thank you again for, for uh, being on. It's totally feeling is totally mutual and you're in it and you're dedicated and I love your stuff. Like you've got, that. yeah, you're bringing, you're bringing beautiful words to, to the people and beautiful energy to the people and, and awareness. And thank you for what you do. Bless you. Bless you. Now, um, one thing that's kind of been a, a big thing. So guys, if you're listening for the first time, or if you're listening for this, I think, shoot, what episode is this? Actually, I think this is episode 69 for the 69th episode. The constant, yes, a lot. Every time I say it now, I had, I had, um, are you familiar with Jasmine? Jasmine on, on, on Twitter. I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. She, I uh, had Jasmine on, it's like two, three episodes ago. And I was saying like, welcome back to episode 67. And when I said <laughs> that, I was like, I have 67 episodes. Like when the hell did this happen? This is, this is, this is just why I started on my, on my phone with my AirPods and recording for, for Apple and, and Spotify. And then I was like, I gotta, gotta make a little visual. Of it. I was like, damn, 67 episodes. That's crazy. <laughs> That's a lot. That's but it's just, this is my catalog. I was, I was, I was, I often have these thoughts, like my kids and grandkids can see this one day. Like how cool, yeah. how cool is it that you can, if you have in your spiritual remembering it probably like four or five and you come across your dad or granddad's videos with all these amazing co-hosts who probably said something that, that, you know, helped your subconscious better than I could. I'm just like, oh, this, this is, it's beautiful. I'm just grateful for, for the entire experience. Oh, that's beautiful. And that's, yeah, that's like you're, you're thinking legacy, like you're thinking about future generations and mm -hmm. helping to expand the minds and the hearts of others, you know, to come. To come. Let me ask you this, though, as well. So for I've noticed, too, um, it's a theme of reprogramming the subconscious mind, right? You have, mm -hmm. you know, if you're going through trauma or if there's certain beliefs, so let's just say money, um, for example, I feel like money is a common theme. Um, if you have a grew up in poverty and lack. Um, when you start to be around abundance, it's hard for you to accept that you're deserving and you have to be aware and conscious to say, hey, no, I deserve this. It's my birthright to have this. I'm, mm -hmm. I, I can I deserve to have this expensive steak. I, I'm deserving to have this amazing hotel. I am freaking deserving. But you yes. have to get you have to get to that point. You do. I mean, you, you have to work, you have, have to. <laughs> but not necessarily in the way that we've been. And I don't know about your generation, but mine was programmed. Well, you have to work long and you have to work hard and it has mm -hmm. to be blood, sweat and tears. And 
I mean, everybody has a different way of, mm -hmm. of, of getting by. And, you know, abundance is one thing. Financial wealth is another and a form of abundance. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I believe in everybody having both, yep. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yep. all of the above. Um, everybody is absolutely deserving. But, you know, there are programs that people have been led to believe that, oh, well, you're only whatever 30 years old so you need to work for another 10 years before you dare get into a position that makes this amount of money but are you happy are you happy yeah no because one thing one thing i'm grateful for the lockdown and everything that happened and allowed the world to reset itself and to realize i was miserable at my job that doesn't that that pays the bills but it doesn't fulfill me soul wise i'm, I'm not fulfilled I need to have this reset and pause to rethink my life. What makes me happy? How do I see the next 10 years of my life panning out? But you wouldn't have had that reflection if you didn't have that down period. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes there's nowhere else to go but up. There's no <laughs> else. Thanks for that down period, right? <laughs> That's so true. What Now, one thing, um, I always um, ask this last question to my guests what would your message be to humanity at this time? Take your time. It's a powerful question. I know Take that's a great question. I'm, I mean, I really, I really think it, it just ties in with my soul mission. I, I really hope that people choose to believe in themselves mm -hmm. and the power within, and I'm not talking about control. I'm talking about, Power, which to me is defined as um, that all the answers are in you. Yes, sometimes, you know, it, but at the same time, we, I believe we're all one in a sense. I mean, energetically, we're all connected. Yes, we are. And so sometimes we do need to ask for support and help and guidance. Mm -hmm. And that's others. okay. But don't do it because anybody else tells you. Do, do it when you're ready, when you're good and ready, and when you're inner wisdom, your body says, I need this. I need help from somebody because I need to learn about this. I need to know who, and then energy resonance, right? Like mm -hmm. you come together with the people that you have lessons to learn from. But that's so powerful. When you look at people as less not lessons and what they are meant to show you, you release a lot of that, um, I guess, judgment and critique of how things went. Yeah, this person or experience was this, but what was the lesson behind it and what was it meant to show you? Mm -hmm. Everyone. I, yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no, I just I agree. I think that and these are the kinds of things to to continue going in the direction of and to let go of the things along the way that no longer serve like no longer serves you. Right. Just just mm -hmm. keep growing, keep expanding, keep Keep your heart and your mind open. Keep your mm -hmm. boundaries strong. Understand yep. them. And it's an evolution as well. The boundaries thing, you know, mm -hmm. that changes over time changes, with relationships. Yeah. And gosh, there's like two minutes. There's like probably a 10 bullet point answer to the question. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, really, like bottom line, please believe in yourself. And yeah. please believe in the power within and step into it. Step into it for sure. Yeah when you what's helped me kind of navigate and understand is kind of keep it like a child heart viewpoint of the world just looking at people as just 
actors in your in your in your play that mm -hmm. person loved you so much on a soul level that they agreed to play that role for you for you to expand whether it's heartbreak disappointment whatever that person you and that person love each other that deeply that you guys played that role how powerful is that yeah so powerful when you can look at it from that perspective it's like yeah like damn and that includes everybody on the planet, doesn't everybody it? Everybody on the planet. <laughs> everybody, everybody. Guys, ah, Niall, this is a super fun episode. I'm super grateful to have you on. You too. I'm so honored. Thank you. And humbled. You're, you're awesome. And your energy is just beautiful. Your show is outstanding. And I'm really honored to be here. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Guys, if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button, like, comment. I want to hear from you guys. Previous episodes will be on Apple and Spotify as well. Now, you are welcome to any time. And this episode was amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye.